Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. As a CFP and RFC, George McReynolds' mission is to help people create compelling dreams for their future, the plans to attain them, and the time to enjoy them. This is the Prosper Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with George and myself as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. And on this week's uh, podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about flirting with disaster. Uh, And so we're going to kick things off a little bit with this conversation about some areas where we might be messing around in our financial life. And some of these are pretty easy fixes, and we might not even realize it. Some of these are a little bit more complicated. And well, of course, that's why you want to turn to uh, a wealth manager or a chief tax strategist like George for help with some of these things. But again, a lot of times you can make some changes pretty easily by just simply having a conversation and communicating. So we're going to dive into that this week and see what George can help us out with so we don't flirt with disaster too much. George, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, Mark. Spring has sprung. The pollen's in the air, and so is the smell of fresh compost. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's all over the place for sure. Pollen is a flying like crazy, but uh, it is what it is, and I'm glad to have the warmer temperatures, so uh, I'll roll with that. Well, let's jump in and talk about some of these things we can work on, George. Like, like I said, I got a couple here right out of the gate that, to me, seems like pretty easy fixes. Um, again, you got to just take the time to do it, but we'll see what you think on this. Out of date legal documents, uh, certainly a place where we can flirt with disaster. You can create a real mess for your family without having the documents or without updating them when your situation changes. And I've been involved in, in so many situations personally with family and a number of clients. I've had, uh, uh, had the offer out for many of my clients to do a family meeting and to even bring in people through our video conferencing to get things worked out, to look at uh, will and probate alternatives and uh, really simplify things, minimize the taxes. And nobody reacts, nobody does anything. And then three years later, uh, it's a mess and they're scrambling and they're, they're spending a lot of money on, on unnecessary legal fees and taxes. And uh, death is one way to bring a family together. And I'm definitely being facetious. It brings out the worst in people. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, uh, so that's the case sometimes. It's, uh, you know, it is a disaster. And even if uh, you know, my brother died, uh, he didn't own anything uh, other than a car, but that still created a mess and a lot of expenses when, you know, when he was young. And then uh, uh, six months after he died, then my sister died. And uh, again, she didn't have a whole lot, but again, it was a real mess uh, in two different counties filing legal documents and uh, just a simple will uh, talking about custody or you know, the ability to appoint executor instead of an administrator. It's, you just leave a mess for people when you don't have the basic uh, uh, the documents for that. Yeah. Uh, the durable power of attorney is, is really helpful as well as the uh, power of attorney for, for medical. Yeah, I would say that the, the main ones that people sometimes talk about, George, right, is, is the will, the trust, the medical power attorney, and the durable power attorney. And again, you know, a lot of times if these are just out of date or you just have some incorrect information, usually that can be handled pretty easily, right? Yes, it can be. So again, that's something, you know, one way we can easily avoid flirting with disaster is to take care of some of these legal documents. Uh, let's talk about another piece that's pretty easy to fix too, George, but causes a lot of havoc, and that's the incorrect beneficiary designations. Uh, I mean, how many advisors have stories about, you know, an ex-spouse being on an old policy or something like that? And again, this is a pretty easy fix, but boy, if you don't do these, uh, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yeah, I had a, a situation years ago where uh, one client, her son uh, passed away without updating everything. And uh, he had left everything to his ex-wife and mom was pretty upset about that. And then 
just a few years later, another son died, and he hadn't updated anything to reflect that he got married. And that created a lot of tension there. It's just a mess. It's the kind of thing that you should be doing on a systematic annual basis. Uh, we generally go over this stuff with clients in the fall and uh, just check. And sometimes the problems are just, they jump out at you uh, and they're simple to fix, usually just a form. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if you don't know what the right answer is, you just take your best guess and then improve upon it because any answer is better than no answer. Well, you know, a lot of times people, George, they sign up, they say things like, um, you know, well, I've got the stuff in my will and that's going to handle, you know, whatever, but they don't often realize that their beneficiary designations trump all that, right? So it doesn't really matter what your will says. If you're, I don't know, your 401k or your IRA or something like that has a person listed, that's where it's going. Absolutely. And it's uh, the other side of that too is people don't realize they can eliminate probate and delays in passing on their property by making a beneficiary designation. And, and that's especially appropriate on life insurance policies, annuities, retirement accounts, but you can also do it on things like bank accounts and, and taxable brokerage accounts with a, a POD or a TOD transfer on death or, or payable on death. And then that gets it out of probate and saves a lot of money on attorney's fees. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely some places where we can, again, correct this pretty easy. Uh, often it's just a matter of, I heard George someone say, an advisor tell me one time, there's a couple of uh, things that start with the letter D that should remind you to check these. If you get a divorce, uh, if you have a disability, right, if you have a death, you know, or even if at the bare minimum, you know, at least once a decade, go back and double check these things to make sure that you've got them in the right place for the right person. I thought that was kind of an easy way to remember uh, on the D's, you could go check these things and update these beneficiary designations. Well, let's move on to the next one here, George. So again, those first two kind of easy fixes you could get to uh, pretty quickly, sometimes even with a phone call. But what about the tax time bomb? Now, certainly this is a place where we're going to continue to flirt with disaster uh, as you know, conversations and spending continues to go and what's going to happen with the tax rates and corporate tax rates and yada, yada, yada. Uh, this is just a big animal out there waiting to, uh, well, big bomb out there waiting to go off. Yeah, it's definitely on the horizon. It's getting bigger and bigger. And I'm just surprised at the resistance I get from people when I try to show them that, that it's better to pay taxes when they're low than when they're high. And they're definitely going to be higher. I'm in the midst of writing or co-writing a book with my friend Dan Caprill called Diffuse the Retirement Tax Time Bomb. Uh, we're supporting that with a website, uh, www.diffusethebomb.com. And uh, it's just an incredible mess. Even at today's tax rates, people are going to be paying a lot more in retirement. And there's a couple of secret taxes as well. And uh, I have a, uh, a webinar on uh, the different tax phases in retirement. One of the things uh, we start out with the, with the webinar is we have uh, Willie B. Rich, and he decides to take an extra $1,000 out of his IRA this year so we can get on the road and go see Willie Nelson concert. And um, he's in the 22% bracket. So how much tax will he pay on that $1,000? Mm -hmm. Well, the simple answer is $220. But reality is he'll pay $400 on that extra $1,000 because it triggers some of these extra hidden taxes. And one is the tax on Social Security. For some people, Social Security is tax-free. Yeah. For other people, half of it ta is taxed. And then for others, it's 85% of it is taxed. 
And then in addition to that, there's IRMA. IRMA is the income-related Medicare surcharge. And you could end up paying four times more for your Medicare Part B, C, and D if you don't manage your adjusted gross income. Four times more than your neighbors are paying for the same exact Medicare policy. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah, that's pretty interesting for sure. And again, this is only going to continue to be the case. George is dealing with this tax time bomb. And since you brought up the medical aspect of it, that was another one on my list is that just no real conversation, no real plan to deal with long-term care expenses. I mean, I, I get that it's scary and it's daunting and people feel like it's something that there's, you know, so you just kind of avoid it, but it seems like that's only going to make it worse. Yes, it will. And, uh, as far as long-term care expenses and medical expenses, we've been reviewing all of the financial plans for the wealth management clients. Every wealth management client has a, a written financial plan. They, they may not be able to find it. They don't know where it is, but, but everyone has that. But this year, this past year, we've been stress testing each of our plans, um, not just simulating the investment results and, and the financial risk, but looking at what we call, what are you afraid of? So what if we did have a, a big recession? What if there was more inflation? What if we didn't get the returns that we want? And one of the big ones that causes a lot of surprise is the long-term care expenses. And uh, what if people live longer? So we test, how would your plan work if you lived to 105? How would your plan work if you pass away next year? But the uh, long-term care is, is the one that creates a lot, of, uh, a lot of surprises for people. And people don't realize if you don't have a plan, you have a bad plan you're you're retaining retaining the risk or you're self-insuring mm. and I, i'm not saying that the people need to get long-term care insurance at all but we do test it we figure okay at age 80 if you had to spend three years with either home care or or long-term care what would that do to your plan does your plan still work and uh, a lot of people are surprised that it still works and we could test and we could understand that they can they can afford to self-insure and, and probably the most important thing is if you can't continue the payments on a long-term care policy when you're older, there's no sense paying for it when you're younger because it's not going to be there when you need it. You've, you've wasted that money. You could have gone on a, a cruise around the world rather than have money going to the nursing home. Yeah, very true. Well, you know, again, George, there's just so many places we can do these little things that, that can cause us some financial disasters later on in life or as we get closer to retirement. And a lot of these can be easily staved off by simply working with an advisor, by talking with someone who goes through this all the time and, and is thinking about some of these aspects. And so, again, it's just really important to have these conversations with your advisor. Or if you're not working with an advisor, reach out to one, have a chat. Uh, often you can have these conversations cost, you know, cost or obligation to do so. And if you need some help, George is here to help you. Reach out to him at 215-699-1050. That's 215-699-1050. Uh, you can also check him out at his main website, which is mcwealth.com. That's mcwealth.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you like to use so that you're not flirting with disaster. And that way you can keep abreast of all the things that are going on in the world of retirement. George, thanks for hanging out with me today. And thanks for your time. I always appreciate it. Hope you have yourself a great week. Thanks, Mark. Great we'll, talking to you. We'll see you next time right here on the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds from Protective Wealth Care. Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer, member Finra Sipic. Cambridge and Protective Wealth Care are not affiliated. Advanced-level tax planning, income tax preparation, life coaching and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice.